Hey, thanks for stopping by. It's a new day in the world of magic. And before we get started, I want to remind you to hit subscribe and please share this. And uh, any support would be appreciated. And for any questions or suggestions, uh, be sure to message me. Uh, You can even send me uh, an audio file. You can email at keithbuck88 at gmail. And be sure to follow me on unclebuck52 on Instagram. And what we've got coming up here, we're going to have news, events, and who's appearing where. And then we'll have uh, messages and correspondences from the Top Hat Mailbag. And three reviews of the latest products, books, cards, whatever uh, goes across my desk. So uh, again, I'm glad you're all here. And be sure to subscribe and uh, let's have some fun. And now time for a little news. Well, as y'all know, we're still on lockdown. So uh, everything's pretty much canceled. Nobody's performing anywhere other than uh, live streaming broadcasts, which are uh, really coming in handy. (laughs) But uh, all the upcoming conventions and everything have since been canceled. Uh, The only thing I haven't heard yet is Magic Live that's scheduled, uh, you know, way into August, but uh, who knows. One thing that did take place uh, just this uh, past Sunday was put on by Vanishing Inc. It was Share the Magic Live. I don't know how many of you uh, took part in that or checked into it, but it ran for... uh, pretty much most of the day, and they had uh, special guests, um, Danny Diotez, uh, Jeff McBride, uh, a lot of other guests just stopping by. Some sort of record was was set for like 60,000 different accounts checked in to uh, take part in it. Uh, it was... Uh, it was really good. It, and uh, Vanishing Inc. is uh, starting a similar thing that is called Share the Magic. And it uh, will be on uh, the order of like TED Talks, something of that nature. So I'm sure it'll be good. But I think uh, Joshua and Andy did a really good job setting this thing up. And uh, pretty much. <laughs> Every part of the world showed up to take part in it. So you you do want to check that out. And again, there's uh, not a whole lot of news going on. Uh, If you'd like to share some news, drop me a line, maybe of where you're uh, planning on (laughs) appearing. Or if you'd like to just uh, have me give your uh, channel a plug or uh, your page a plug to drive some traffic your way. We can do that. So, that's the news. And up for review is Cavini by Kevin Lee. This is available from your favorite dealer. And uh, 
Dealers can contact Murphy's Magic. The price is $9.95. This review comes to us by Mark DeSosa. Here we go again. Another overpriced download to satisfy the move monkeys. Kevin Lee has adapted the classic Cardini change and created a move that is mildly interesting, but should have been just another move on a DVD collection of work, or in a book, a magazine, or a set of lecture notes. Lee first teaches the original, then his variation, which does not require any cover. The deck is just tossed to the other hand or onto the table. He recommends practicing by dropping it from one hand to the other, and I think this actually does look a little better. Truth be told, the move looks pretty fishy. It does not look natural, like you are just tossing the cards. You can see something else is going on. Lee does a nice job of teaching the move and gives you lots of tips to make it work. He also gives you several uses for the move, including printing a blank deck, or changing a blank card to a name card, and a quick color changing deck. But that still doesn't help. The move is not convincing, and I am insulted that any dealer publisher is trying to gouge the magic buying populace by marketing this as a separate product at an outrageous price. Definitely not recommended. Ouch. Now we'll take a look at Pocket Voodoo by Liam Montier. Available from your favorite magic dealer and supplied by Murphy's Magic. $25. This is the second or third incarnation of Liam Montier's take on Albert Spackman's classic voodoo effect which appeared in Louis Ganson's Art of Close-Up Magic, Volume 1. The basic routine, for those not familiar with it, as follows. You start by telling about voodoo practices. You introduce the cards, each of which shows a voodoo doll, pierced in a different body part. Of course, it would be too cruel to attempt the experiment on an actual person, so you draw an effigy on the back of your business card. The unharmed figure is now laid aside face down. The voodoo cards are mixed by the spectator, and through a ritual, one is chosen by the participant. Together you chant and enact your ritual. At the conclusion, your business card is turned over, and the drawing is now seen to be marked in the same spot as the voodoo card that was chosen. The cards are bridge-sized, which is on the downside, but they are professionally produced in a pleasing manner, and they come with a clear plastic case that fits in your pocket. The instructions are a video download. This is a fun and easy uh, way to make your business card a keeper. The trick is not repeatable, however, and uh, since it's not repeatable, it's not really suited for the strolling situation where multiple outcomes would serve you best. And finally, we're going to take a look at Professional Street Shells by Chef Anton, uh, which sell for right around $50. And 
that's uh, from School for Scoundrels. And uh, you can pretty much get these at your favorite uh, dealer. These new shells by Chef Anton have a great look and grip to them. They're made out of museum quality plastic resin and hand-painted for the look and feel of real walnut shells. They incorporate the Channon dip and come with both perfect peas and a carrying bag. And the bag, by the way, is suede. And uh, I don't think there's really a whole lot to say about products like this. Ultimately, the shells or cups one prefers is a highly uh, personal matter. For example, I have used the original golden shells, so these seem kind of light to me. Having said that, they are a breeze to work with, and I think I could easily come to see the benefit of the lighter shells, uh, not the least of which being no longer getting pulled aside for extra screening at every TSA checkpoint. <laughs> I do like the shape and texture of these. They are well made, look great, and are ribbed for your gripping pleasure. So there you go. I'm going to give that three wands. Welcome to Reader's Corner. And all of uh, you magicians, you all should have a library out there. And this is where we're going to take a look at uh, the books that are available. Uh, everybody has their favorites, and there just happens to be quite a few coming out here in the next couple weeks. And uh, one that, uh, you know, some of the new uh, magicians out there, you know, and there's nothing wrong with learning things off of YouTube and that sort of thing, but there's just something about opening a magic book and divulging its secrets. It, you know, it, there's just something about that. And uh, those of you that uh, know, know, <laughs> so to speak. But uh, one book that I did want to mention, uh, everybody out there should be familiar with Nick Trust. Uh, his new book is Subtle Card Creations, Volume 7. There are few card men as prolific as Nick Trust. He contributed hundreds of items to magazines, wrote a great many booklets, and marketed dozens, if not hundreds, of card tricks. Subtle Card Creations, published by H&R Magic, brings many of those items together, and this is Volume 7 of a series which is still ongoing. Subtle Card Creations, Volume 7, is full of tricks that have simple, direct plots, and are relatively easy to perform without a great deal of sleight of hand. There's 11 chapters, there's uh, unique card effects, there's uh, Mary's Matching Miracle, the Mystic Nines, it, it just goes on and on. There's some gambling tricks, there are chapters that deal with revelations, transpositions, triple dealing effects, and ESP cards. There's really too many to list. But if you like working with cards, there's much to be inspired by here. The final chapter, Miracles with Cards, describes routines to close your performance with. 
and it could be emphasized that much of the material in the book requires you to deal cards onto a table, so these include effects based on out of this world, involves even money proposition, tricks that are more suited to informal performances than walk around close-up gigs. The book is packed with credits, and that leads <laughs> to further reading. However, sometimes the uh, cited inspirations are not always uh, the ones deserving of the credit. Uh, so I, I wouldn't uh, go by that too close. Uh, there, you know, that's just kind of a minor quibble. But this minor distraction uh, shouldn't take away from this seventh volume of Nick Trost's subtle card creations, because it's full of tricks to mull over, learn from, and perform, whether you're a beginner or more seasoned handler of the pasteboards. You're sure to find something worth trying. The most mystifying trick in the book is Nick Trost's own introduction. It is dated 2010. That's two years after he passed away in 2008. That's a good one. And it sells for like $50. Well, that's going to do it for another episode of Uncle Buck's Magic Review. And again, I'd really like to hear from y'all. Just leave a message, uh, smack that button there that says message. and uh, Or you can follow me on Instagram at UncleBuck52. And uh, let's just remember to be kind to each other and support each other. And uh, we'll see you next Wednesday. And remember, who's your uncle? <laughs>